Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tominc.wixsite.com slash tenofmeeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana. And today we are going to be in the book of Revelation 3. Right? Amen. And we're going to be um, talking about the Church of Sardis. And the Church of Philadelphia. Amen. Amen. We are going to learn what the Spirit has to say to the churches. Okay, so we're going to dive right on in. Uh, Revelation 3 and 1, and it says, And the angel to the church in Sardis writes, The word of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. Now this church is, uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk about it, and you're going to see where it says, I know your works. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. You have a reputation of being alive, which means, from an earthly standpoint, all of the people look at your church and say, man, that church is, this is it. Mm -hmm. It looks alive. It acts alive. Mm -hmm. When you get there, it feels alive. But Jesus says it's dead. Mm -hmm. Right? So from the spiritual aspect, there is no Holy Spirit there. It's all emotions. And it's all works right mm -hmm. so it, it's a church that goes out of its way to look like church mm -hmm. it's a church that goes out of the way to make it feel like church but the spirit of God is not in the church and therefore it's dead so he says, wake up. Wake up. And strengthen what remains and is about to die. Mm. So God says, okay, you need to strengthen the little bit of what you're doing mm -hmm. before it dies. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So this is not a church that God is happy with. This is not a church that, that has the spirit of the Lord. They're just going through emotions. 
of what church is and what's a, what it's supposed to be, but it's but it doesn't have the spirit of God in it, so it, it's it's all for nothing. Can you imagine going to a church for 20, 30 plus years and God doesn't even recognize it as a church? That's 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 huge. You spent your whole life in a church that God doesn't recognize as a church. But it looked like it's a church. God says, wake up. And strengthen what remains and is about to die. God says, because what little is going good in that church, I'm about to take that out too. Right? He says, for I have not found your works complete in the sights of my God. The works that you are doing in the church, I don't find it complete. I don't find it complete. He says, remember then what you have received and heard. Keep it and repent. What you heard and what you have received, listen to what I'm telling you and repent for the things that you are not doing. Right? Right. He says, so remember then what you receive and heard and keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know at what hour I will come against you. God says, if you don't fix this, what's going on in this church, we will, he's like, when I come, I'm not coming to visit. He's coming for judgment on the church. He says, four says, you have still a few names in Sardis. People who have not soiled their garments. And they will walk with me in white. For they are worthy. So you got some people that are in Sardis that are in Christ. Right? And you got some that are in Christ that are worthy. So they are going to be doing the things that God wants to do. Because everybody that's in these churches aren't bad. When you go to any church, you'll learn that if the church might be, you might find some churches that's horrible, but you'll find some people in the churches that aren't like that. And God understands that. This is why God says, let the wheat and the tear grow together and I will do the sifting. He will take the people out of the churches that are good. Let him do that because he's the only one who knows. Yet you have still a few names inside as people who have not soiled their garments and they will walk with me in white for they are worthy. Five says the one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. That scripture is very important. He said I will never blot your name out of the 
book of life. So to get your name blotted out means that you start in it. Yes. You need to know when you're born, you're in the book of life. To be blotted out, your name is already in there. It has to be scratched out. You see? So we take our names out, ourselves. We do that. So it says, I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, remember, okay, last week we talked about being in court. Remember? And we talked about being in court and how God is either, Jesus is either going to be a witness for you or against you. And he tells you in the scripture, I will confess his name before my father and his angels. God will go on your, Jesus will go on your behalf. Six says, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Okay, so now to have this ear to hear. Again, we talked about this last week, and, and this goes with all of the churches. It's always going to talk about having this ear to hear, right? So God is telling you to open up your spiritual ear to understand what these what God is saying to these churches. Not only that, but understand that this church, all seven of these churches, are things that are in you. Right? So these things that are going on in these churches, these are things that are that are very important because when you look at the seven churches and the problems that they have, these are the same problems that are in you. Right. We know that because these churches have these issues. And who's causing these issues? People. Right. So the same things that are going on with these seven churches back 2,000 years ago is the same thing that's going on in the churches this now. Mm -hmm. Right. Same stuff. We got churches that are, they look alive, but they dead. We got churches that, that are doing everything what God says, but they lost the love of God. They're doing all the, all the church work, but you, you hardly hear the gospel preached anymore. Right. Right? So, I mean, these are things that are still going on. These things haven't changed. Right. So, the... The problems that God have with the seven churches is the same problems He have with the churches now. Today, mm -hmm. ongoing issues. Ongoing issues. Now, seven says, and we going into the Church of Philadelphia. Seven says, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write. The word of the Holy One, the true one, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. This is a church that believes in the power of Christ, right? He said, I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. I know that you have 
but little power. And yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Now, this is a church that has little power. So you won't see a lot of um, people being healed in this church. You won't see a lot of people um, uh, uh, falling out in this church when they get hands you know, put on them. This is not a church to do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. They have little power. You'll see it here and there, but you won't see it a lot. Right? Mm -hmm. This is why you can't get down on, on churches that don't do what your church does. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You come from this background and that church don't do this. Mm -hmm. Well, that church don't specialize in that. Because right. that ain't what God gave them to do. Mm -hmm. And we have to stop getting on other churches that don't do what your church does. Right. Everybody specializes in something. That's what makes the body of Christ the body of Christ. Right. Because your church is not going to specialize in the same things that mine do. Mm -hmm. It's just not. But we will never get down on another church for not doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. Right. You just right. don't supposed to. Mm -hmm. God gives certain gifts to certain churches for a reason. Right. But it's interesting when you go to different churches and you see the different gifts that's flowing through those churches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you be like, wow, that's cool. But the thing is, when they come to your church, same thing. They feel the same way you do. Right. Mm -hmm. So we really have to, you know, accept one another in Christ. Mm -hmm. Not have acceptance of everything, but people that are in Christ. The true churches that are in Christ. That's why it says the word of the Holy One, the true one. Mm -hmm. Because it's a lot of religions that has a holy one. But it's only one true one. Right. <laughs> it's only one true holy one. Right. Right? He says, Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, but yet you have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Nine says, Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who says that they are Jews and are not. Mm. But lie. Mm. Many people walk around here saying that they Jews. Mm -hmm. So many. So many religions believe that they are the children of Israel. Mm -hmm. But lie. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. Right? Mm -hmm. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet. Right? Mm -hmm. And they will learn that I have loved you. These people that claim that they are Jews and Israelites and theirs is this and theirs is that and you're not the real thing. God says I'll make them bow down to you. Mm -hmm. So they'll understand that I loved you. Mm -hmm. 
right? Right. It's funny how these churches have these things about these other religions in it. And God says, I will turn these people. Right? Stop claiming what you are not. Why would you do that anyway? Hmm. We all the way over here in America. Ain't never been to the Middle East at all. Ever. At all. <laughs> we don't even have descendants that came from some of these places. Right. <laughs> and if you do, your, your descendancy is so watered down mm. to this point that it don't even matter. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Stop. Just believe in Jesus Christ as your right. Lord and Savior. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to prove who you are in Christ? Be in Christ. Right. I don't have to prove that I used to come from the tribe of Dan <laughs> to be in Christ. I don't have to prove that. And what does that prove anyway? Right. Absolutely nothing at this point. Because that is not what's going to save you. Right? Right? It's not going to prove anything. Something good to look up, and it's probably interesting to find out. But uh, other than that, as far as it goes, mm -hmm. <laughs> truly mm -hmm. ancient history. Right. It says in 10 Because you have kept my word about patience, endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world. To try those who dwell on the earth. And that is the white throne judgment. Where people will be judged. For the things that they did not do. In Christ. Right? Right. He said I keep you from that hour. You won't even have to worry about going through that. You want to worry. That's something to be worried about. Right? Eleven says, I am coming soon. Hold fast that you have so that no one, no one may seize your crown. Don't let nobody take your crown. We let people take us, take our crowns all the time. We'll say we in Christ and something go down, you start cursing them out. Wow. Talking about them, fighting, doing crazy stuff, acting a fool in public. <laughs> Some of these folks, they, it's so easy to take your crown. Shouldn't be that easy to take your crown. Right. You and Christ. It shouldn't be that easy. You are a child of the Most High God. Mm-hmm. Amen. There is no reason where somebody should say something to you and that just trigger you to act a fool. Would save all the time, <laughs> but you save now, <laughs> right? Yes. Supposed to be. Supposed to be right? <laughs> Maybe put my my religion on the shelf and then come back and get it. 
I often say, if you got a religion that you can put down and put on the shelf somewhere, that is not a religion worth having. Mm -hmm. Right. It's garbage. Don't let them seize your crown. He says, the one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Can you imagine going into going into heaven and then you go to this he said you go to the temple and your name is on the pillar you one of the things that's holding up your name is on one of the pillars that's holding up God's temple right wow <laughs> I mean come on <laughs> wow Conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. From the spiritual standpoint of that, he said, I'll make you a pillar, which means you will be one of the people, the go to people. Mm -hmm. Be one of God's go tos. <laughs> you stuck to his scripture so much to the point where you're one of his go tos. Mm -hmm. Wow. Nothing like being in, in, in one of God's commanding armies. <laughs> that's that's an elite right there. Yeah. You right. and truly made it. <laughs> and you right. did that. He said, never shall he go out of it. And I will write on him the name of my God. And the name of the city of my God. The new Jerusalem. Which comes down from my God out of heaven. And my own new name. I said I put, put my God's name on you. My new name is going to be on you. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. You say you got, you have, you said I write him the name of my God. Mm-hmm. And the city mm -hmm. of my God. The New Jerusalem. Which comes down. Now, a lot of people don't understand. We think we go up to heaven. But it clearly tells you in the book of Revelation that heaven is coming down. Coming the down. new Jerusalem is coming down here. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. He said, which comes down from my God out of heaven. You don't go up there. It comes down here. Because mm -hmm. God always had... He always wanted a dwelling place here on earth. That's what the, that's what the uh, Garden of Eden was for. Right. Says so God would just walk through the garden and see Adam and Eve on a regular basis. Right. That's what He did. That was their meeting place until they got corrupted. So now God is creating a new meeting place. New Jerusalem, and it's going to come down, and that's where he will dwell, and he will dwell with his people here. We don't go up to it comes down here, which comes down from heaven, from my God, out of heaven, and with my own name, my own new name. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Understand that what God is trying to tell us in these scriptures it's telling us about 
the church of Philadelphia, right? He's telling us that in this church of brotherly love, that we're supposed to stay in Christ. Keep doing the things that we were doing, right? When God says he opens a door, he leaves an open door that no man can shut. Walk through the door. Walk through the door. Because it works both ways. When God opens up a door that no man can close, that means you can go in it. And then he will shut that door that no man can open. Which means once it's closed and you walk through it, you can't go back. Right? Because once you walk through that door, it ain't no going back. Because no man can open it. Not even you. So just keep going forward and stop trying to look back. We saw what happens when you look back at God destroying stuff with Lot's wife, right? She looked back and she ended up turning into a pillar of salt. And the reason she turned into a pillar of salt when she looked back, because her heart was still back, back there, there. Mm -hmm. with the sinful place. Right. And not looking forward to what God had for them. Right, right. So he froze her in her stance, looking back at the place that she longed to be. Mm. When God moves you on, move on. Right. And don't look back. Because looking back is not going to do anything but cause you problems. We try to drag too many things in our past into our future. Yes. We have to stop doing that. Because you're going to find out trying to, trying to drag things from your past to your future, it never works. These are things that can't go. Everything that God has for you is not for everybody else. It's just for you. You see? So whatever's for you and your family, that's not for everybody's family. Amen. God has a specific thing in order for you and what you got going on. Mm -hmm. Just like he has a specific order for what I got going on. But I can't just say, okay, y'all do what I do. No, I want you to find God for yourself to see what he wants you to do. You know? Right. And work that. And the only way that you can get that is if you make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Right? And repent. And be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And watch God move in your life and move you towards your purpose. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for the book of Revelation and how John has spilled out everything for us that we may learn these things by opening up the ear and having it to hear. Father, we thank you. We praise your name for giving us uh, your son, Jesus Christ. 
who died on the cross for our sins. And now, because of this, we have a chance at everlasting life. We thank you and praise your name in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. We pray and say amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. And if you want to hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for watching. And as always, stay blessed and faithful. Happy, Happy Holidays! Holidays.